I invite you to join me in On Fire with Linda Fields. It's a movement designed to calibrate, validate, and activate men and women like you who love God, putting your God-inspired passions and plans into action to carry out your callings in all seven spheres of influence. That's business and economy, government, education, family, arts, media, and church. On Fire with Linda Fills exists to help you complete your God-given assignments with a community of kingdom connections. Whether it's increasing your current sphere of influence or changing paths to walk into your purpose, if you want to set the world ablaze through Christ's power, join the movement at www.onfire.global. Hello, welcome back, my friends. Today's show is all about igniting purpose and passion. Are you stuck? Have you struggled with, should I be in the marketplace or just stay in my Christian walk? You have some answers and some challenges today. My guest today specializes in that. But as you know, I like to give you a scripture that describes the woman I'm about to introduce to you. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. My guest today is Linda Fields. She is a robust lady on fire, and her ministry that she launched, platform that she launched this year, will ignite passion and purpose. It will fan the flames through a community of kingdom connections and set the world ablaze by turning bold belief into action. That's a very bold statement, Miss Linda, but it's my pleasure to introduce Linda Fields to you. Hello, Linda. Hi, Marina. Are you Listen, excited? You nailed it. We've got a big job ahead of us. Oh my gosh, that's a very bold statement. Uh, igniting passion and arousing belief in so many that maybe doubt who they are, right? Totally. And we've seen so many people, Marina, shut down during yeah. the last several oh, years. Yeah. All the uncertainty, mm -hmm. things that couldn't be settled, hanging questions, yeah. nothing settling for them. Right. And sadly, I'm seeing a lot of people lose touch with their vision or mm -hmm. even lay it down. And I'm yeah. here to instigate. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> a takeover. A, a, yeah. a challenge of mine. What has been your experience as a successful businesswoman? Mm. I love the fact that God hears our prayers. Right. And as a university business teacher, mm. I was in a faculty meeting Ooh. crying out for a new assignment from God. So I was taking notes on a tablet, hoping oh, that the dean giving the instructions for the new semester would think I was taking notes. Uh -huh. But actually, I was in another place. I was scribbling a prayer to God and I said, oh, God, Ooh. please give me a challenge bigger than I've ever had before so that I have to depend on the Holy Spirit like never before. And Marina, how, how many know we have to be careful what we Wait, pray I'm for? Just, that's why, you know, you notice I sat back and thinking, oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> so you want to know what happened? Please. I found myself in the office of the university leaders in the next two weeks mm. with them presenting to me an opportunity that we needed to do something brand new at the school, developing wow. an entrepreneurial center. Oh. And I got the answer to my prayer and I've never worked so hard in my life. But over 12 years, we saw wow. 150,000 people trained yes. in their careers for major chemical companies. Yeah. 
I saw God bring men and women to my team who needed a fresh start. Yes. Needed someone who could see their vision and Absolutely. put them in motion yes. and launch them. Yes. And it was a wild ride. Uh -huh. And uh, I loved it because God was showing me things that I now get to use in coaching my entrepreneurial clients Wonderful. about how God is meeting men and women in, in the, the marketplace. marketplace. We don't have two different Excellent. realities going on. We Excellent. have one powerful reality available to men and women in the marketplace. You know, you end up as a businesswoman, but I'm sure throughout your life, there's been trials that, that, that has helped you, again, stay focused. When you when you find something, you, you grab a hold of it. What was the trial that really settled your faith in, in God? You know, those trials almost kill you first. Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Wow. As a 14-year-old girl, I was in an explosion. My dad came into the house and lit the pilot for a hot water heater. Yes, and what we did not know, uh -huh. there was no scent, no smell uh -huh. and butane and had been leaking into the house all night long. Oh. So when my sweet daddy lit that match, the room went up in flames. Wow. And flames were beckoning from me yes. from every direction. I did, they did not think I would live through the night. In mm -hmm. fact, I felt myself floating up off the bed in the emergency room wow. all through the night. Wow. And just knew I had to fight to get on that yes. bed. And yes. when I would startle awake, of course, I, I couldn't make sense of it at that time. But mm -hmm. I know my life hung in the balance. And people in our church had prayer chains going yes. for God to help the Lowe family. My maiden name was Lowe, mm -hmm. L-O-W. Yeah. My little brother was burned. My dad was burned. But I had received the most severe burns because I had on nylon stockings Ooh, at the time. Yes. And the butane Highly as a gas remained low. Yeah. I was in ninth grade. I was getting ready to go into a new school and had a, my mini skirt on the bed. Yes. It looked so good. Uh -huh. And Cute. found myself in the hospital fighting for my very life. And yeah quite scarred and quite injured. In that time, Marina, wow. I began to ask God where he was mm -hmm. when this fire happened. Yeah. Did he see it? Yeah. Did he know about it? Right. I'd have been through many hard things in Very life. Very good questions, oh. rather than why me? Very oh. good questions. Yes, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Our God loves us. Yeah. Why are we hurting? Yeah. And the Lord uh, brought to me a recollection of the passage in the Bible about the mm. potter and the clay. Yeah. And how ridiculous it is when the clay sits up and starts questioning the potter. Uh-huh, yes. And yes. I realized that's what I was doing. In fact, if God had not been with me, I had now understood I wouldn't mm -hmm. be on the planet. No, no, no. So I said, well, God, forgive me for questioning you. I know you saved my life. And now I ask that you heal my legs without skin grass. Mm -hmm. And Marina, third degree burns yes. take all three layers of skin. Of so I had open wounds from like mid thigh to the soles of my feet. Wow. I was wearing leather loafers. So mm -hmm. the bottom of my feet were protected, but no skin Ooh. and scheduled for skin grafts, which mm -hmm. have to come from another part of your body or exactly. a donor. Yes. Exactly. And so as, as God was just ministering to me, I didn't have my Bible. I wasn't with anybody that mm -hmm. I knew in my family. They were all in other hospitals. Yeah. And I was very much alone wow. with the Holy Spirit uh -huh. in a burn unit. Yeah. And so I said, God, I also remember you're the one who made the lame to walk and the blind very to see. Good. And I pray that you would very heal good. my legs without skin cracks. Yeah. Well, there was no thunder and lightning. Mm -hmm. But as the doctors evaluated my wounds preparing for skin grafts, one of them paused and he said, let's watch this a, a little while. Mm -hmm. It just looks like little patches of skin are beginning to pull together. Yeah. And I'll tell you, sir, I never had a, skin, a skin graft at all. Praise God. God brought a little skin every day, yeah, every night. And God. it was a medical creative miracle. Uh -huh. So God met me in the fire, brought me through the fire and armed me with faith 
and dependence on him that he could do anything. Praise God. And that's the fire I'm talking about when Praise we arm God. this bold army of God, Praise God. in the marketplace. Because you know, that the, that struggle is so real and impactful because you're by yourself. You've got no family members coming in to see you. It's just you and God. It's a Job. I, I look at Job in a completely different way just recently because in the midst of pain, he heard God so clearly. He saw God so clearly. So how do you instill this passion in your leaders as you train them? I help them face their own fires. You know, mm -hmm. everyone's had a fire. Yeah. For some, it's a financial fire. Yeah. For some, it's a relational fire. Mm -hmm. For some, it's a betrayal. Yeah. But fire burns and fire can be destructive right. unless, unless you let God bring you through it mm -hmm. and then marshal those lessons that you've learned in the fire for the good to yeah. live an on fire, holy life with Come Jesus. On. And that boldness and that passion that you know your God, He did bring you through, yeah. even when you haven't been able to realize it yet. Yeah. There's always a way that if you take the time, God shows you where He was. Oh, excellent. Oh, excellent. Why is it important for believers to be in the marketplace? Now that you've fired them up, why is it important for them to, to, to go back or start in the marketplace again? Where are we Monday through Friday in, in the, the marketplace? marketplace. What happens in someone's life? They go to a business, they go to a doctor's office, they go to buy a car, they do work, they go to the grocery store. They're dealing with people mm. in the marketplace right where they are. Right. And if those people are walking in bold passion, they're going to see that need. Mm -hmm. They're going to see that tear forming. They're going to understand how to minister. In my work doing the Corporate Learning Center yeah, job that yeah. I mentioned a moment ago, we were a public institution. And, and when I tell people I was able to pray for team members and plant managers in my office, go visit a suicidal teammate, yeah. uh, go be the hands and feet of Jesus. They're like, was it a Christian college? Right. Was it a Christian that, that, that institution? Was, that, that was, that's my thought that was coming. Everybody wants to hang out the fish sign. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're supposed to be a, a ministry with a fish sign out mm. front, then you better do it. Right. But for 97% of the population, our jobs are not in those kinds of exactly. institutions. And we're here to be salt and light in these thoroughfares mm -hmm. where we do life. Mm -hmm. We were never told to just drag everyone into the church so they could experience the Lord. Right. And we just, were called to yeah. be salt and light uh -huh. in the marketplace. Go into all the world, right? And, and we, teach. And, and we've got to, we, we, as leaders, church leaders, we've defined the world as our church environments, our church home. And even in the marketplace, we, we create a Christian business, but never this challenge and I and I love it because that's where we need to be right now because the marketplace has changed so much. What is the key to being relevant in the marketplace when they get when when you send them out, when you launch them and you train them? That's a whole way of doing life and starting a day and ending a day mm -hmm. that sets you up to recognize God's hand yeah. in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. You know, Billy Graham saw this coming. He said, I believe the next great move of God will be in the marketplace. Interesting. And I think it's just firing up mm -hmm. uh, even now as yeah. we speak. But I pray every morning. I have a productivity system I designed. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, I cut my teeth on it just out of desperation because right? life was <laughs> happening so fast in the, in the training center and education world. 
But I began asking God a few key questions every day. And mm -hmm. I didn't have time then to spend right. an hour in uh -huh. devotion. Yes. And, you know, other seasons of my life I've been able to, but not, not then this, in the fire. Yeah. And if you've learned something, yeah, you you don't you have run. you don't have time. So on the fly, it's like, God, what do you want to do right here? I would be in a meeting with some representatives from my clients working on training. And uh, in the meeting, it's just a, it's just like you've got an operating system of the Holy Spirit running through your mind all yeah. the time. And so it doesn't have to look all weird. Too mm -hmm. many people have made being a Christian in the marketplace weird. We yes. Don't be weird. <laughs> and uh, the Lord will say, well, ask this question or ask about that person. I ask about a, uh, an individual who wasn't at a meeting. Mm -hmm. and they said, oh, he's fighting for his life. Something happened. Wow. I said, wow. I didn't say let's pray, let's bow our knee, let's, mm -hmm. you know, I just said, oh, God bless class today and deliver everything he needs, Jesus' name, and just kept rolling, passed yeah. the lunch, yeah. did the agenda, and God shows you how much room you have and how Very good. it's not a cookie cutter approach, uh -huh. so sensitivity to the Holy Spirit is a, is a priority, and I love the way you said that because we call it discernment, and when you when you're in the marketplaces, you are you have to call it reading the room. Do you train people to read the room? Yes, it's how we roll. Mm. And uh, sometimes people will know we prayed. Sometimes they won't, uh -huh. and that doesn't matter because we're learning to operate on several levels, respond to the Holy yeah. Spirit. And sometimes we get a great opportunity to be very uh, clear and vocal about the gospel. Other times, it's just by our compassion, by our care. Mm -hmm. And uh, God uses all of it. But oh. we have relegated our impact in the marketplace uh, to from a 100% impact possibility down right. to maybe 2 or 3%. Uh -huh. And then think the only way to have an impact is bring them to the church or to the preacher. You know, we should bring them to the church and to the preacher. Right. But sometimes you are the church right yes. there and you yes. are the preacher. Uh -huh. With the temple of the Holy Ghost, right? right? I love one of the things that you said that I read about you, that you want to... Um, Oh, seven mountains. And so before you answer that, I'm going to tease them. So you have to come back. We're going to take a break, but you have to come back to hear about uh, how to conquer the seven mountains because we're taking you into the marketplace. We're challenging you to go into the marketplace. Onfire.global is a movement made of men and women who understand that past plans won't work for the future. We're in a new time and a new place that requires us to fan the flames of vision to a whole new level, going all in with God like never before. So fire up your purpose, come find your people, and frame up your plans to set the world ablaze together with me at www.onfire.global.